Hello and welcome to the Middlesex County Cricket League podcast. My name's Dan Huff from Twickenham. Um, the cricket season is upon us, folks. We've had pre-season. That's done and dusted. We're moving into the 18-week league campaign. So lots of cricket to be um, to be watched, to be played, to be analysed. And we're going to start right here. We've got um, a team of four that are going to try and dissect uh, what could happen, what might happen, what will happen, what won't happen. And in fact, um, you know, we, we couldn't have a better a better team, really, because we've got all of the four guys who do the weekly reports for the uh, County League website. So uh, first and foremost, um, uh, my usual partner in crime here, Sal Ali from North London. Sal, how are you? Yeah, hi, Dan. I'm, very, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, I've got my crystal ball ready to make some predictions about what's probably not going to happen this season. So, yeah, looking forward to Saturday and then the league season commencing. Mystic Sal, all good, uh, all good. Um, secondly, we've got uh, from Acton Cricket Club, Sahil Kerr. Sahil, how are you? Um, I'm very well, Dan. Thanks for having me back on. Um, I'm hoping to beat my uh, record for most incorrect predictions this year. Uh, so we shall see. If you cover the title, there, there are a number of us in the game for that one. So um wouldn't worry too much there. Um, and, and you've already played quite a lot of cricket this season, right? We have. Yeah, we've had a um, reasonably packed pre-season um, schedule and then we've had two 2020s on, on Monday as well. So, um, yeah, I feel like we're as, as match-ready as we're, as we're ever going to be and as yet injury-free, which is which is always helpful. And, and dare I bowl you a long half volley? Um, any runs? It's been all right, I think. Um, <laughs> we've we've got too modest for this podcast. Thank you, Mr. Groundsman, for a, a great uh, deck at Acton so far this season. Uh, is all I'm going to say. Yeah, well, look at the scorecards. But Sahil started pretty positively with the bat. That's that's what I would say. So uh, always good to see. Um, and last but not least, someone who is currently struggling a little bit with his connection to the pod, but we're we're, we're pretty hopeful that Robbo is there. Um, Robbo are you, from Old Actonians, are you hearing me? I can hear you. You sound a bit like you're in uh, in the moon there, Dan. I can't hear you that for that. Well, Ascot's quite a long way away from Middlesex, so yeah, I'm halfway Yeah, you see, it sounds like you're coming from outer space, mate. Well, as long as you can hear me, then then I think we can we can proceed. Any cricket this year so far, Robbo? Yeah, I played a game yesterday at uh, North Infield, um, which is a little club north of Infield. Um, yeah, lovely little sort of country ground. Um, yeah, got 25 runs. We got pretty well beaten, but um, yeah, good wicket and... Um, yeah, always seemed pretty keen, and yeah, it, it's been good so far. Had had my first game at uh, end of March. Actually, played on an Astro strip, so I've actually played quite a few, quite a few games. Uh, but uh, yesterday was probably the most enjoyable. End of March. What are you doing, you maniac? Who, who, who was that? Was that LMS? Was it? Or... Uh, yeah, we just play on a on an Astro strip out in out in Slough. Um, it's pretty pretty social, but um, yeah, no. Boys seem to be pretty keen to get into it quite early, um, and the weather was all right actually. In the March, we had maybe one cold weekend, but I think it was about the first weekend of April. Um, but yeah, actually, the yep. end of March wasn't too bad. Well, it's funny, it often works that way, doesn't it? I mean, it's sort of end of September is often really nice when, of course, we've not just finished league cricket, many of us have finished postseason games as well. So, um you know, the great British summer can can, can throw in a few curveballs at, at times, otherwise. Um, all good. Right, g- going to kick off. We're, we're going to go through um, what what we expect to see in the county league this year. Now, um, I, I'd love to say that we know everything that there is to, to be um, to be known, but I mean, I think our past record of predictions illustrates that's probably not quite the case. But that's not going to stop us. We're going to make predictions again. They'll probably all be wrong, but we'll, we'll be here making them. Um, and we better start in the most logical place. That's with the Prem. Now, Sal, you write up regularly on the Prem. So um, I'm going to, going to go to you. What, what what are the key things you need to know from the winter? And um, what, what do you think we should be looking for moving into week one and beyond? OK, so, I mean, two things have been quite influential this season. And I'm sure it applies to most of the league itself. Um, one, overseas players are back. So I'm seeing lots of clubs have overseas players, which wasn't the case last year and the year before. Um, and also there's more sort of like people moving back into London. So London's obviously a very attractive place to come and work and live. Um, so lots of uni graduates come back into London, which is um, having a knock-on effect in positive ways for our clubs who are getting the benefits of having new players turn up. So one club that's benefited from this has been Tedinson. I mean, they always tend to attract um, some good graduates who, who move to London and get obviously city jobs, etc., etc. 
start. I mean, seeing what they've recruited this year, um, they've kept last year's team as well, more or less. Um, we're making predictions, are we? So I'm going to put my neck on the line straight away and predict Tendon's in for the league, just just based on Marvellous. what given I've seen. So. First fixture, this is not what I want to hear. There we go. Given who we're playing in week one, but there we are, such is life. I've really told their captain I've jinxed you guys, so, you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just as I said, we'll go through the size later on, but I think Tendon's on paper... Um, they've all got. I mean, I think to win the leagues in any of the league, really you need to have one superstar player, or, or one player can take a game away from your position, and they've got that in Junjun Jun Walla. Um, and then alongside, they've got balance. They've got good batting, a varied attack, um, experienced players, some good young cricketers as well. Um, and overseas from India this season, who's an sprinter from what I gather. And they've got you know your usual suspects like Pollock, Keatley, um, Harry Evans. Junjun Wala, I mentioned already, and some new recruits as well. So I feel that they seem to have a squad of 16, 17 first team players, which is what you need to, to win the league. So I'm going to go with them. But there are, there are going to be other sides who'll be, you know, trying to prove me wrong. And I'm sure that's going to be the case. And there are some very good sides in the league as well. So, um, but yeah, the biggest issue, the biggest, um, I would say, issue, one of the biggest plus points has been more players coming into London now and, and clubs have benefited from that. So. A lot of players through the system, haven't they? You know, I know certainly we find that we've got a lot of players at Twickenham and I, I suspect other clubs are in the same position. There's going to be a lot of cricket played this summer, right? Yeah, I mean, um, Hampstead, have, Hampstead have recruited the world. They've got some new bodies. Richmond being the same. Um, Ealing have got... I mean, Ealing have actually have got players back from injury. So they had Ollie Wilkin out last season. They had Andy Laws out. They had Robbie Connolly out. Um, you know, sort of, um, Munger Russell, seen bowlers, played for, played for Berkshire. They're back, so it's almost like four new signs for Christian in this side. Um, a guy called Bobby Gambles plays for them as well now, so good friend of Robbie White, Middlesex cricketer um, from Loughborough, comes with a good reputation. So they've, and also they've got an Australian overseas, so they've almost got like six new players this season, which they never had last year. So last year was disappointing for them, you know, by their standards they've set in the past, and they do as a side, it wasn't the best, um, and they'll be sure looking to sort of improve it this season. And what about Reading Champions Crouch End, Sal? I mean, are they, I mean, always hard to defend the title um, and, and everyone guns for the champions. That's what they're there for, you know, to, to be gunned at. Somebody else wants that crown. Well, what are you expecting from them? Yeah, so they are going to be, obviously, everyone sort of go to side to beat just due to the fact they won the league last year. Um, they've they've lost a couple. They've lost Jao Pesh and Jao Pesh Vijay and Sundan Diaz, who both going to play in Essex League. I mean, that's probably over good players, near enough eight. Yeah, both not only good players but destructive players. So one one of their key successes last year was a one day format where where the fly winning you know quite a few games at the start, and that was down to the fact they had two guys who can get on really quickly, score runs quickly, um, and put them in good positions in the game. So they they both left um, to try their sort of like hand in Essex, which will be a big loss. I think between them they probably scored you know near enough 800, 800 runs, which is a big loss. Um, they've got they've got a couple of young guys in, young guy from Harrow. Well, Sachin Patel, um, you know some good stats in in the low in the low level um, in, in the league, but you know that transition into in the Premier League is, is a massive jump. So it'll be interesting to see how he gets on. Um, there overseas is a guy called Joel Curtis. He was there a couple of years back. Played mainly twos at the time because they had Tom Scollier playing, um, and he's now their number one sort of overseas player. So I think it's going to be a hard ask um, for Crouchin, but you know they're they're a very spirited bunch. They got some very good young cricketers. Um, they've got the you know last year's title in the bag, so you know there's something to look forward to try and defend. But I think they may find things a bit tricky this season. But you know you can't deny what they did last year, and you'll be a fool to write fool to write them off. And I, what I, what I would say about them is that they certainly won't be leaving anything to chance. And and you know the the way they train by by all accounts have trained all winter is um, is is not something you see at a lot of um, amateur amateur cricket clubs. Um, and I'm and I'm sure for all their losses, uh, that will stand them in good stead. Um, and yeah, I think it'll be interesting. They may or may not win it or defend it, um, defend the title. But as I said, I don't think they'll leave anything to chance. No, I mean Simon Simon Jackson, the coach, has instilled a very professional attitude within the club. Um, as Sihal mentioned, their winter nets, winter training, physical stuff taking place. Some boxing going on at some point on the social media pages. So you know they they try different things. Um, they're all on board. They're all signed up to what's happening within the club. You know, we're talking right down to the third and fourth eleven here. You know, so it's um, it's a it's a 
on Crouch End Sixth, yeah, right there this yeah. year. I mean, that's what I was saying with players coming to, to London. There's been a lot of cricket played this year. There's a lot of players about, which has got to be good. Yeah, as I said, you know, the influx of players now into into London has made a massive boost for lots of our clubs. Hornsey, you've also, I mean, you might know this one. They've got um, Gavin Haynes' son, you know, from Worcestershire. Um, he's signed for for Leeds for, from Leeds University. He's signed for Hornsey this year. Um, a guy called Josh Haynes, from what I remember, spin bowler. So they've had, they've had a few new players turn up. Um, Desmond Edwards, Edwards has been fantastic pre-season for me. He's at 200 in a row, I think, from what I've seen. Um, so, you know, I, don't, I think it's going to be quite a... I don't think there's going to be many, many easy games. I mean, last year, Finchie struggled and they were everyone's sort of side to beat. I just have a feeling this year is going to be quite tough all round. Um, you know, against Stanmore, we spoke about off-air. Off Nine days she moves. So yeah, the promoter side Stanmore, they look like they recruited quite well, right? Or certainly made some interesting, uh, some interesting sort of moves. Then nine doshies. In yeah, the they always there. go around quietly about their business. They don't make big, big bold, bold, sort of bold statements. But you know, they've got the, the, the Ryan goals are still there, and Stevens back for university playing, um, along with Nine Doshi and John Ed, Tom Edrich, who's coming from Southgate. So they're three Premier League cricketers on paper. Um, and they received from South Africa is an all rounder, so he takes over from Travis Nice, which will be. Sort of big, big, big shoes to fill, but you know, from all accounts, he's a, he's a good bowler and he can bat as well. You know, they've got good youth policy there as well. But it's an interesting point, Travis Norris last year. I mean, Sahil, you probably played, I didn't actually see him. No, I saw him once in a flash, tell a lie, but you'll have played twice against him. He's going to be a big loss, isn't he? Because he scored like 16 million runs, yeah, absolutely. Um, and what I think he did last season, I think Stanmore was Stanmore, they, they know how to win games of cricket, but I think. Perhaps going into that season uh, with Stephen Rangold away, um, they didn't look impregnable. Uh, but what Travis gave them, uh, in addition to their you know winning qualities already, were, was just a mountain of runs. And and once he got off to flyer the and the fear of God going to every other side, um, I think it made a massive massive difference. And he he bowled, he fielded, he did it all. Uh, so that will be a that will be a massive loss. But as as Sal's alluded to, they've they've recruited quite cannily. Um, and I th- and I think they'll be all right um, because they've got they've already got the core of a good side and they've added uh, some very. Just quickly on Travis Norris, I was actually looking him up the other day. He's now in Durham University in Durham, and he's found a, a club cycle Felling in, in in I think it's Durham Premier League. He's already scored a hundred. Oh, what sorry? Felling F E L L I N G. And he's got another opening batsman that we all know pretty well as well from Middlesex, Joe Cracknell. Imagine bowling to those two every week, Travis Norris and Joe Cracknell. Can't be much fun. Yeah, it's a challenge that one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I've never, quite well versed in playing in minus minus three because that's what they're going to have to do if they're going to get results up in the northeast. I went to university up in that neck of the woods and some great grinds, but blinking neck, it's cold. Um, so, so yeah, um, yeah, interesting to see how they get on. Um, so here, I mean. Sal's gone for Teddington. What, what's your gut instinct? If you're going to have to name a team, who, who will you go for? Um, I think I'd have to side with Teddington, but the other side we haven't mentioned yet, um, and we pre- played them in pre-season, um, not Twickenham, sorry, Dan, um, were, I, uh, who, who I think will be competitive as well, Will be, but will be Shepherds Bush, because yeah. I think Bush have had um, an absolute blinder of a winter as well. Um, and the, uh, the game against us sort of was was run close in the end. They won won by a wicket, but um, at the top of the order, they've picked up uh, Finn Trenuth, who's a former England under nineteen uh, star. Once got a triple hundred for the Somerset Academy, um, proper stock. Uh, he's come over from Bristol, I think. Um, they've got the young Middlesex twos kid Chin Malabudi, who's who you know he looked like a good cricketer last year, uh, but he's looked. He looks like he's gone up four gears over the winter, and he's clearly already play, playing Middlesex twos. Um, so, and, and I think they've just overall strength. I mean, I think there were four or five new bodies across their ones and twos, all of whom look like they look they look like Premier League cricketers. Um, and and I think there's a there's there's something building then. And um, if you look at their league positions over the last five six years since they got promoted, they've made a step up every year. Um, and I think they'll they're probably be eyeing that final step. Um, it'll be a challenge, as it is uh, with them sometimes with availabilities and that kind of thing. Um, but they've certainly got all the pieces there. So I think they'll be ones to watch out for. Um, but yeah, I think Teddington will be right up there and Ealing and North Mid. Um, so yeah, uh, 
one of those. But let's let's go with Shepherd's Bush for for a left field prediction. Yeah, I mean Bush have been the side that's knocking on the door for the last three years, and they've lost Jack Bryden, who's who's gone on, but replaced him with this, the young lad Sahil mentioned. Um, they've also got an overseas this year, who's actually comes from the same club as Richmond's overseas. So them two will get on pretty well when they play against each other. But yeah, I think they're going the right way. They're making the right noises. They got balance as well. May I think last year they lacked maybe in the de- depth in their in their bowling department when they had injuries with the seam bowlers. But if the if the bowlers can stay fit, they got Ramon Bailey. I'm assuming still um, Muller Paddy that's been mentioned. They've lost Karabakta. I know you rate quite highly, Dan. Um, he's not around this season. But if again, if um, if, I mean Barn, if yep. Barnard's around, if he's fit, oh, okay. you know what good bowler he can be on this day. Yeah, exactly. And they do lose George Collins halfway through the season, who's moving to Australia. Um, but you know they've, they've got it all and. As as with the Prem, but also with other divisions, it's it's going to come down to winning those um, key battles um, as as availabilities get stretched and bodies get a bit tired. I think that's what it sort of boils down to. I think the key message is that there's lots of um, interesting talent that's come to the league and was already in the league, and um, and I think there's there's definitely five or six sides there who are going to fancy their chances of being in the mix at the end. Um, and, you know, I think that's 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 a great credit to the league, really. You know, it's a pretty competitive environment. And um, but yeah, in terms of going down, I'm not asking you to name necessarily name names, but I don't think there's any immediate candidates. I think it, it is one of those ones where, um, you know, I've got no doubt that there'll be one, one or two sides will struggle, obviously. Um, but I can't think of anybody immediately who looks discernibly weaker than than everybody else. Is that a fair call? I think you're right. I mean, you look at look at all the sides. Everyone's got a match winner. Every single side's got one player on their day who can take the game away from the opposition and win the game for their side. You know, you. I mean, Carlos at Twickenham. You know, fantastic player. He's still the player he can he can destroy an attack easily. I mean, I mean, you guys have lost Gurdjieff, which is a massive loss. Um, I hope he recovers well. But he's broken his leg, which will be a loss in the semen. Did you know he broke his leg? No, go ahead. Taking a penalty in football. Did he score? So, well, you know, I don't know that actually. Like, I, one would assume he didn't, right? But I, I should, you shouldn't joke yeah. about a broken leg. But nonetheless, I thought, all the way to break. What taking a penalty? And apparently, yeah, real damage to it. So goodness knows what happened there. It sounds horrible. You've got Monty here again this year. So you know, you've got a bowler in the batsman yeah. who can do Neville Talbot. You know, he, if he if he gets away with what he does normally, then it, it, all systems go. We haven't mentioned North Mid really. Um, they, if I mean, you know, depends on if Cratton or Holman are around most of the season. Um, but they still have Joel Hughes again, a match win on his day. They've got overseas from Australia this year as well. He seems a good player. So, you know, like, like Sahil and yourself mentioned, there's no easy, easy side this year in that in that division. And I mean, I think the key in all the divisions is is the one day stuff. If you win your one day games as Cratton did last year, you're in a great position. You know, so whoever gets off to a flyer. And gets maybe four or five of the first games in the bag. You almost could be saying, you know, you're, you're strong favourites win the league. Well, the brutality of win lose cricket, isn't it? You know, yeah. it, someone somewhere has to go away with ten points, uh, and of course, in in all day cricket, that's not necessarily the case. So that I think that's a point, uh, a, a point well made. Robbo, any thoughts you want to chuck in here? You got a, you got a team for us? Uh, well, I took Tillington last year, and I was uh, we had Tillington finish mid table, so. Um, uh, it's not a division I know lots and lots about, but you know I'd love to see Shepherd's Bush do well. Um, you know they've got a they've got a good side, um, lots of experienced players, and it seems like uh, they've recruited well. Um, but I think probably what we probably have underestimated is unavailability. So I think those teams that have got 16, 17, 18, 19 players who can play Premier Division cricket um, are going to do well um, because there's a lot. I myself are getting married this year. There's going to be a lot of weddings. There's going to be a lot of unavailability, especially in the middle part of the year. People haven't been away on holiday for the last two years. Um, you want you want your Premier League cricketers to play 18 weeks, but the reality is someone's mate um, is getting married. They're going to go to that rather than uh, rather than play a, a league Saturday in July. So I think that the, the team with the most depth will ultimately come out on top. That's a very politically astute answer, Robbo. <laughs> name. Are you going, are you going Tennington again? Um, yeah, I'll go Tennington again, eh? Yeah. 
That's it. That seems a fair, yeah. fair call. I don't think it's massively controversial. We'll be there or thereabouts. I mean, for what it's worth, my, I, I mean, I heard a few names that I wasn't aware of. So, um, so, so this could be completely wrong. But I, I was aware that Ealing won a stinging after a pretty mediocre season in terms of results in the ones last year, and, I, I, and they did appear to me to be getting stronger. So, I, my, my instinct was to go for um, was to go for Ealing, which is is in a way uncontro- uncontroversial as well. I mean, you know, Ealing have won championships left, right, and centre for years, but but they're not quite the Ealing, or they weren't quite the Ealing of. Uh, uh, yesteryear in 2021, so I'm going to go for them. I think they will be um, that they, they, they'll be up there, and that they they don't usually have that many problems with availability. That's one of my sort of drivers there. That they, they, they do stress. Dan, two clubs we haven't mentioned yet. Yep. So Dan, two clubs we haven't mentioned yet who are also previous champions, and still, and also we can't write off for Hampton and Richmond. So talking to both captains um, again, recruitment's been good. Uh, they've and picked up also very good overseas players, both of them. Um, ben Fraser at Hampton is actually very very confident. Yeah, he's got. A lot of batting he feels um, to make up in the past where they've struggled with batting. They've kept the same squad as well, added to that as well. Um, he really rates the overseas. They've got this year a guy called Steve McGiffin. So he, he's looking forward to the season. Also, you mentioned to the captain, or last, actually captain two years ago, Callum Jackson, um, opening batting and keeper. He's hoping to play all the season, but he's actually doing something worse than you would do, Dan. He's running seven marathons in seven days for charity. So, um, yeah, fair play to him for doing that. Raven, man. Obviously, almost a couple of games here and there. Yeah. yeah, no, great. I mean, it's a great. I think it's some kind of cause he's closely linked to. So, well done to oh, him. And so Richmond, um, uh, Richmond will be without Dave Burton this year, actually, who's moved mm-hmm. on. We'll come we to Dave Burton. But they they still have some very talented cricketers in them within their ranks, especially Captain Will Phillips, who, you know, we picked for the MCC or last side last year. And the, the player he really rates is a young guy called Tan, Tan, Talon, Walla, Guita. Might have got his name wrong. Apologies for that. But a very talented young cricket. I think goes to Hampton School, um, and he has really, really high hopes for him. So yeah, as I said, open division this year. But I'm sticking to Hampton. Fair enough. Fair enough. We'll see what um, see what develops there. Um, division one. Now nah, this could get interesting on this pod. I'm quite intrigued to see where this goes. Um, division one. I, I, I think I, um, there's been again some interesting comings and goings in, in Division One. Plus, of course, we've got North London in it this year, Sal. And, and I don't say that just because you're on the pod and you're obviously a member at North London CC. But North London did win Division Two very convincingly last year, forty plus points, right? Um, and so, I guess my first question would be: What, what are North London's aims for, for for this season? Is it going to be stabilisation, or is there a, is there a bit bit of a thought that there may be a promotion run in the off in here? I mean, it has to be first and foremost stay in the league or stay in the division. Sorry. Yep. Um, and I feel we, we feel we've got enough to do that. Um, we recruited pretty well. We've had a couple of new players turn up, sort of good, good standard of cricket they played before. Um, kept last year's team as well. Um, I mean, one of the, the big things will be Will Jones staying fit. If he can stay fit and he plays all our it's games. It's a bit then... of an if, isn't it? Not, not knocking Will at all. He, he strikes me as a fantastic cricketer, but he, he, he has got a bit of a. You know, he does miss the odd game, doesn't he, because of fitness? Yeah, I mean, he's had injury problems in the past and he obviously. He's a, he's a big he's a big frame, so there's a lot to sort of get through for him, especially in bowls the way he bowls. Um, and he's also one of the players that puts everything into it. So there's no half-hearted performances from him. He'll go 100% for you. So yeah, Will stays fit. Um, we the batting stronger this year. What I've noticed, we've got more sort of stickability within the side now. In the past, we might have struggled and sort of fell away in certain games, but I feel we've got a bit more sort of guts and determination within the side. There's also, I mean, a young guy I mentioned, Matt Riley, who played against you guys. I know Carlos is really yep. impressed with him. Very talented cricketer. Got every single shot in the book. Exudes confidence. You know, he he's a guy to look out for this year. He hopefully scored a lot of runs for us. So, yeah, stabilise. See how the first few games go. If we're in a position where we can kick on, then why not? Let's go for it. But, um, yeah, the, the, the first and foremost, you know, priority will be we want to stay in the division and see how we go from there. And in the end, all you can do is play. It's all right planning for nine games down the line, but they're not here yet. You've got one on Saturday to do first, so it really is the best way to do it. Just be, oh, we'll try and get as many points as we can on Saturday, and then the next yeah. Saturday, and then the next Saturday. I know it's a cliche, but in a practical sense, it's, you've got no other choice but to, to try and accumulate points on a week-by-week basis. So, so it makes sense to me. Now, so Hill, you've played in this division for, for a while. You know it better than anybody. Um, and I, I'll say it now, I, Acton and my prediction for this year. I apologise profusely for that, but um, and it's not just what you wrote. <laughs> Those of you who can't see, obviously it's a podcast, so he'll you know, visibly, so his body language has dropped there. Um, but I think the point is that Acton, for me at least, are, um, are, are a unit 
You've got a few young players who look like they're making progress. I, I feel like they're making progress when I, when I see their stats. And then, you know, I, I get the impression that, that, um, that this has been quite well thought through. So my, my bet is going to be acting. You're going to tell me why it's probably a decent bet, but look out for others, right? Is that the politically sensible way to go? Spot on, Dan. Um, yeah, I did uh, revise my press training before I came into this. Um, but yeah, I think, as you said, I, I, promotion, I think, has to be the aim. I think when you've been in a division long enough, you you will stagnate if you're not looking upwards. But um, and I do think we finished last year. It's a logical thing. We weren't far off last year. Again, lost a couple of close ones in and sort of rain-affected ones uh when the diplomatic or the, the, the sort of smart thing to do would have probably been not to play and sort of bank a point against one of your leaders. But, you know, it, it comes with its uh, risks and benefits. But look, I think we're a good side, I think, and we, we hope to be challenging at the right end. But I don't think last year's league position is really any indicator of where this season's going to go because I think we're looking down the line and, and squads look completely different. Um I think there's been some eye-catching recruitment across the board, right? So, I mean, you see a David Burton going at Finchley, up at Finchley, um, who, you know, looked a bit weak in the Prem last year and you thought, oh, maybe they'll take another year to sort of, you know, settle down again. But you suddenly add someone of his quality to that squad. I know North London, who I, I, I rate really highly and who we visit in the first week uh, for what should be a, a pretty good game. Um, I know they've recruited well uh, and, you know, we're obviously keeping an eye on uh, Will Jones's injury record as well. Um, but also, uh, I think every single division will, will be eyeing up those top two spots, which is great. Uh, but yeah, for us, really, all we can do, we've, we've prepped well. We've There's a, as you said, there's a good unit. There's a bunch of players who played together for a while and we've added, I think, the right sorts of bodies and we enjoy playing our cricket together. And if you do that 18 weeks win some tight games, you go up. If you don't, you don't go up. But um, we shall see. Yep. And I guess instinctively that the side that I think is probably in a similar position to you, they've been in the league a little, they certainly know the league quite well. They're definitely a good unit, would be Harrison Marys, right? They, they've been around the block. It's a tough place to go. They win quite a lot of games at home. And that's not, that's not you know, they just play really well on their own patch. Um, so I guess they're one to look out for in particular, right? Well, I think Harrison Mary is absolutely, but, um, and yeah, you said they've got a great combination of um, young and old. Uh, they've got two of the best spinners in the division, and I think everyone says this, our spinners are the ones to take you up, or your bowlers take you up, your your batsmen keep you up. Keep you and up. Yeah. With, with the side they've got, they've always got a chance. You've obviously got Bron back in the mix, and, and Bronsbury are, are, you know, the they want to go back, straight back up as they have uh, gone up and down a few times and I'm sure James will, will want to go straight back up and, and they look like they've they've obviously lost Nandoshi but they always seem to bring in some quality players through every winter uh, and, I'm, and I'm sure they'll do that again. Um, so yeah, I think it probably I'm, I'm keeping, certainly keeping an eye on, on, on Bron and I think the last one with, you know, I'm saying this again. I think all 10 teams are in with a massive chance. But I think mm. Winchmore Hill will probably be quite good as well this year. They've got um, the core of a good side already last year. Their overseas is now a bit more experienced in the conditions as well. And he, he had a good first season. And they've also got one of their, I think, homegrown talents back from playing in the Nottinghamshire Prem in, in Ross Forrester, who I played a game with, another game with last year, and was very impressed with him with the bat. And I think he's got a pre-season 100 as well already. Mm. Um, but I think they'll... They'll be they'll, they as always will be a good side. So um, we should yeah we'll see. Yeah, I mean I picked up as well. That Harrison Mares have, have got another. They've got a seam bowler from India. So they're overseas. A guy called Tatukkar, who I don't know, but certainly Ravi Patel was was quite quite enthusiastic about him when I when I uh, spoke to Ravi the other day. He, he thinks he's going to be a real addition. So um, yeah, I think Harrison Mares will will be in a good position to get people out. And I do think Bronsbury as well. I think it's perfectly. Good call that one, but Bronsbury will definitely not be settling for fifth place. That they'll be they'll be wanting to go right back up to the to, to the to the prem. So um, with, with all that in mind, we need some predictions, folks. Um, where do we stand, Robbo? What, what, what's your take on this? Do you want to go first? If you had to pick a name out of Division One, oh, let's go Acton. Eh? I'd love to see Acton and Shepherd's Bush uh, win win the Premier and the uh, Division One. So uh, although I did say, is this your heart or your geographical lo- location? Location, Ge- geographical what, what, location. What, what? Go on the West London boys. Yeah, it, 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 oh, it like looks that. like it's done well in the preseason game. So, 
I thought we were doing facts and analysis. Nah, Robert's <laughs> going to go for the locals. Oh, which is cool. Which, which I can do. How about you, Sam? I want to be a bit left field here. Um, all the clubs that he'll mention are valid, valid cases. Um, and I'm sure they'll be up there for sure. I'm going to go with Finchley. Just on the basis that there were lots of promising sides in the season last year. Um, there was younger players. They swept the board in all the um, age group stuff last year and the 19 and the, and the 21 stuff. They've got the experience of last season. They've got Dave Burton now, experienced cricketer helping out there. Um, and they're all a year older, which I feel will be a big, big, big um, sort of, a, you know, uh, help in their, in, their, in their cricketing careers. So I think Finchie could be my, will be my shout for promotion. Or winning the league. Winning yeah, the league. Yeah. yeah, I see where you go. I was going to ask you about Barnes, Sal, because you might know more about Barnes than most. They came up with North London. What, what, what would you expect from Barnes? I, mean, I, I believe they've recruited reasonably well. I don't know too much about the details, but... Um, but Alex Scott was certainly quietly confident. Do you think? He's yeah, I think so. Some? I mean, um, they've had a good preseason. They won a few games this year. Um, I think one or two in preseason, and also they've got some experienced players within the ranks. Like Alex Scott, the captain, played a good level. Um, I, I kind of feel like last year there may be a split in the division, so it may be a sort of upper half and a lower half as the season progresses, just due to the nature of how strong. The, the, the top clubs in that division might be. Um, and I f- do feel there might be potentially Barnes in that group, potentially Osterley. Um, I think Wembley don't have the player from last year who scored a lot of runs. Um, it's Zach, uh, I can't remember his second name. I don't know if from Yeah, he's not back into this season. McCaskey, yeah. He's, so he's, there's a lot of responsibility on Greenwich. Greenwich no. is to kill Greenwich. Sorry? They got replaced, but he's going to be some big. They've got a replacement. It'll be a big breakthrough, though, because he scored a shadow of runs in it last year. So, um, I know Akil Greenwich is still there, so he's a very good batsman. So, yeah. he'll be yeah, sort of their mainstay with a bat. Um, Enfield have lost Plum and... have lost Jack... Um, uh, sorry, yeah, Plum from his first name. My mind is... Jack, 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 Jack Plum, yeah. And Tom Bolt has also left. He's a steady seam bowler. So, those two guys are also big losses. So... Again, I feel they'll make it. It'll be hard for those guys to make an impression in terms of promotion places. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go Finchley uh, in, in regards to my my title tip. Yeah, yeah. I was going to go on to Enfield. I think Enfield, um, you know, uh, good players do eventually stop stop playing and, and move on to pastures new. But I mean, seven thousand plus runs from from Jack Plum over the years for Enfield. He's been a Fantastic performer. I think it's going to take a, a you know, it's going to take some fill in his boots. But um, but you know, they, they've got people who can hit the ball. They've got young players coming through as well. So um, uh, um, I'm, I'm not going to not going to write them off uh, just yet. That's that, that's for sure. Um, Sahil, very difficult to ask you to predict a winner in a league that you are taking part in. But are you brave enough to do so? I, I will accept a, um, a, a no comment, Malud, on this one if you prefer. No, I'll stick my neck out on the line and, and say Bron. Okay. All good. That seems that seems eminently plausible to me. Um, cool. So Division 2, say so we'll stick with you. You know Division 2 well, as well, because of course you do the write-ups on Division 2 for the County League website. Um, any thoughts on that? Where, where do we begin when trying to make sense of Division 2? Um, I think I think Division Two for me is, has always been the most fascinating league in our division because it, it is it's always been the most unpredictable. Um it, it it's also you don't get necessarily the sort of level of standout overseas that you probably get in Premier Division One, which sort of in some ways makes it a bit more exciting, um, because I think teams can uh, teams beat others in their day, and it sort of boils down to um, you know teams playing well. Um, yeah, it's a hard one. There's a, there's a couple of very good sides down there who who will want to make swift returns in Brentham and Highgate. I think Brentham have 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 lost a core, have lost the core of their side. They're sort of Really made them a Division One side for many years in in um, Brandreth and Lowen and 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 the sort of that group of players and uh, but they seem to have reformed a bit uh, picked up a bit of club spirit they've seemed to have gone pretty well in in, in pre season um, Highgate I think will be will be a good side down in that division they'll, they'll be a dangerous side they know how to play on their ground um, and I think they've picked up a pretty decent looking overseas. Um, and then the rest of the sides are all quite dangerous and can all turn the other over on their day. Um, the one I'd probably actually look out for 
in addition, sorry to to the, to the usual suspects like Southgate, who are too you keep saying are too big a club to be down there, and I'm sure at some at some point they will they will start shooting up again. But for me, the the really interesting side are Ealing Trailfinders, uh, because Trailfinders they've they've uh, they've come up through the ranks over the years. They've got some amazing infrastructure, which I know is attracting a lot of players to that little pocket of Ealing with a spanking new indoor academy. Uh, they've got the money and facilities because of their links with the rugby club and they have a very, very good first eleven. I don't know what their strength is like beyond that. Um, uh, that's not be, me being disparaging, I just don't know. Uh, but that first eleven is is a very good side for that for that division too. Um, so I'm very, very interested to see how they go. I can I can completely see them uh, doing, you know, it's very hard to emulate Crouch End, but sort of jumping... Uh, the ranks pretty consistently and probably my last side actually was going to be East Coast uh, uh, mostly because I thought they had Hamza Kayum who was probably was the best if not one of the best one of the best if not the best player in that division last year and he seemed to have picked up his brother Imran Kayum for off Kent as of 18 months ago who stopped playing for Kent because of an injury and nothing else and was very much pitted for a, a star first-class career. Um, but I now hear that they have both left this week and gone to North Yes, Lewis. I was just about to say, I heard that Hamza had left just the other day. I don't know where he's gone, but... Um, okay. I Apparently, he's gone to North Mims. North Mims? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think I think that's a pretty big blow uh, to a club a week before season uh, to lose probably your two best players. Um, and I think that might take a, a, a bit of recovery time. Um, but yeah, so a, a bunch of dangerous sides. Um, and as always, looking forward to covering that. So your prediction then, Sahil, in, 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 in all of that? I mean, it's very tough to come up with one name, but Ealing Trailfinders maybe? Or... Yeah, I, I, I will go with Ealing Trailfinders. I think, I think they've certainly got the potential. Interesting. All good. All good. Sal, I mean, I don't know how much of the, the, that division you managed to see last year. Probably not that much. But what's your what, what's your instinct on this? I mean, we we played Highgate this Saturday in a friendly, um, North London. Is this um, a, a friendly between Highgate and North London? Well, yeah, that's true. Actually, <laughs> well, in a preseason game, then um, they've got Uzo Amjad back, who's a very good spinner. Um, played Finch in North Mid the last couple of years. He's come back to Highgate, so he's going to be. A key key performer for them guys, especially as we know how spin is a massive sort of plus point in, in, in club cricket. So he's going to be one to watch. I do feel their batting's not as strong. So it'll be a tough one for them to come back up against straight away. The side I'm going to go for is Harrowtown. I mean, Ealing's, I mean, Ealing Trailfellers came second to Harrowtown. Harrowtown scored 100, got 175 points last year, which is an amazing amount of points to get in, 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 in one season. That says a lot about him. I think their twos also play in Div One of the Twos League, so their twos are obviously playing good level of cricket as well. So, if you're calling on players to come into your side, you've got players playing a good level already. It's going to be a big, big, big plus point. So, Harrowtown for me to win the league. Sorry, Tinch. The only reason I didn't go for them, and uh, that wasn't of a side because I think they will be a very good side, is because I think they've lost their superstar of last year, who really dragged them up in Christian Daniel. Oh. Who has gone? Uh, yeah, where, he... I think he has moved to Bromley, uh, in Kent. Um, oh. We seem to be losing a few good cricketers to Kent and Essex this season. Um, but yeah, he has uh, he's moved there, um, as far as I can see. Uh, which I think, um, you know, they've still got a very good batting lineup, but that could be a big big change for them. Well, a good club to move to Bromley yeah, be a big, big loss. Yeah, that, that, that's a serious move from Harrowtown to Bromley, no matter how good he is. So, um, so, so fair play to him there. Yeah, I thought about Harrowtown with mine, um, and I saw them last year. I, I played uh, a game on, on the next door pitch to to Harrowtown and watched, watched quite a lot of that. And they, they were they were very impressive. I, I thought as a unit they were they were on that that long run where they were winning every game. But they, they nonetheless struck me as being a side who could be very competitive in the division above. But I'm going to go for now. This may not work, but South Hampstead. There's something about South Amsterdam that I, I think when they get it right and when, when, it, when it clicks, they can be a nightmare team to play. They generally play pretty aggressive cricket. You know, they hit the ball uh, hard. And I, I think that South Amsterdam are one of those sides. This may be the best prediction ever, or it may not. It may, it may be a bit, bit of a car wreck. But, um, but I'm going to go for South Amsterdam because I, I, I think there's, there's something about them when they, you know, when they get on, on a roll. So that, that's my 
prediction based on not much other than the gut instinct um, for, 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 for this division. Uh, Robbo, any thoughts? Yeah, I think Elon Trafford is a good shout. You know, they've retained Chavez Mir, who um, scored a lot of runs last year. Um, he's a good keeper. Um, he's played a lot of um, good cricket right throughout the south of England over the last few years. Jack McIver, the West Australian, is a great player. Um, Henny for Alexander from Antigua, he's, he's another um, excellent player. And these guys were there last year as well, yeah. were they, Robert? They're not new acquisitions. Yeah, no, these guys, Shabez, yeah. um, Shabez, Mia, he joined last season. Jack and Hanif, um, they've been around for maybe four or five years. Um, probably, I think Hanif actually, he was at Glaxo. And then when Glaxo um, ceased to exist, a lot of their, their West Indian players moved across to Trail Finders. So he's been with them for a number of years. Sufian Sanek, who's the old captain, um, he's another quality player. Uh, looking at Harrowtown, they have lost um, Christian Daniel, like you say, uh, to Bromley. So that's going to be a blow. He's a very good slow bowler. And the, the former uh, Afghani um, international, uh, Mo Oriokul, um, um, he, he also is not playing for them. So yeah. um, they're, they're going to leave a bit of a void. Yeah. Um, but I think I think Ealing Trailfinders, you know, they're very ambitious. Um, you know, they're, they're thinking about Premier League cricket, nothing else really. Um, and, and nothing's going to get in the way for them. They're, they're going to be they're, they're pushing right ahead um, and they're heading towards the Premier League. Um, and yeah, I've got no doubt about that. So I think they'll be the, they'll be the team to beat. Interesting. That's Hill mentioned this as well. And I don't know that much about Trail Finders, but that that is okay. That is a point to note. Let's see. Let's see where we get to with them in you know one, two, five years time because um, Crouch End is the model, right? Absolutely. Come all the way through, and it, it, it's. If people are learning from Crouch Chen's uh, story, then then you know uh, uh, that they could they could emulate them in that in that path. Um, Robo Div Three. Now this is a division you're you're very much at home, and you know a lot about this. You write up for this. You even run the Div Three website because there, there, there is such a thing. Uh, uh, and and I know that the first of the fixtures for the Div Three website is coming up. Um, what what do you what do you make of all uh, uh, of the of the cricket in that in that division in 2022? What should we expect? I, I, I... Yeah, I can't see far too far past uh, Kenton and Wickham House. Okay. Um, Kenton's been in, in this division for about four years now, um, and they've always been desperate to get back up. There's been a couple of teams which um, uh, have been a lot better than them, but I think this year they've recruited Dylan Asani, who was a skipper of Headstone Manor, formerly Lahana. Um, so he's gone back to his club where he was a junior, um, and also they had an overseas player a few years ago, Akshay Pearl. Uh, who he, he's back um, in, in uh, the UK and he's a top order batsman. So, you know, they're, they're a good, strong unit. Um, you know, the boys, I know they enjoy playing with each, playing with each other there um, and uh, they're, they're well led by Kelpish Karai. So I, I can't, I, you know, I, I think you'd be, um, uh, you know, if, if you're a betting man, you'd be putting putting money on Kenton. Wickham House, again, you know, they got relegated last year, which was very disappointing for them. Uh, Hamza Khan, uh, obviously he's an excellent player, um, and he, he will lead them again. They've picked up a former Kenyan captain. Uh, he's only played 19 games for the country. Well, that's still pretty awesome, isn't it? Uh, well, it's 19 Curry, more than me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's he's been scoring a lot of runs in preseason. I see. So um, I think I think Wickham House will be there or thereabouts. But again, it's a little bit like Division Two, and it, it, there's there's lots of unknowns. The teams don't have, a lot of them don't have overseas players. And being in that division, we don't tend to um, attract the quality players who move to London. Um, so uh, you're very reliant on those players that keep keep coming uh, back year after year. Um, but like Michael Arbactonian, Stoke Newington, Chiswick, they'll all be um, there or thereabouts. But I'm just not sure if uh, those three clubs have got quite the depth in the experience um, to, to win those big big games, especially uh, if availability um, causes issues in the middle part of the season. Yeah, and London Tigers, they were very impressive in the division below. Um, do you think sort of they might be yeah. interested to challenge again? Or, or... Yeah, they've got um, obviously Sammy Hyder. Um, the legendary Sammy really Hyder, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, they are they are an older ageing side, but um, again, they played a lot of top-level cricket. Um, they'll have a lot of knack about uh, field settings and uh, bowling options, etc. So they're not, they wouldn't be one to, to rule out, but, you know, they only run three teams. I think this is the first year of their third 11, so they, they don't have 
great depth. They're second eleven. I think is in the lowest division, of the second eleven league. So you know, if they get some injuries or if they they get poor availability, um, uh, they they may struggle. But I, I certainly think um, it might be a bit of an outside outside chance. Okay. Well, I'm going to go for London Tigers. I, I, I was quite impressed with them last year. Totally take the point. There are things that could go wrong. Um, but again, to get on a roll, and, and, and they are a side that did get on a really impressive roll last year, then, then who knows? But outside bet, but I, I'll, I'll stick with stick with them. Uh, so, Hill, any thoughts on uh, Div 3? Only to jump in with, uh, we played London Tigers in a in a 2020 yesterday, in, in, the, in the first round. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, they've clearly got some handy cricketers. Um I do think having not had a huge amount of experience apart from the old cup game against Div 3 sides, um, there, there are some good sides down there now. Um, so I think for London, someone like London Tigers to challenge us, still think there's another half a step to go. Yeah, I think my money's on, on, on Wickham House. Um, I was incredibly surprised to see them go down last year. Um, but they seem to have largely sort of kept that spirit going. Uh, they seem pretty well organised and if their players stand up like they can, um, I think they should breeze through that division. But, you know, that that's what I said about them last year in Div 2. So, who knows? Well, I, th- I think it was a bit of the sort of, they're too big to go down syndrome. I, I couldn't quite believe they were going down until they mathematically did. I, I just felt that always they, were, they, had, they had too much about them to, 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 to be in that position. But, um, but you know, if they kept the same side together, and it sounds like they might have done, then, um, that, then they, they're going to be somewhere near, you'd think. Um, you, you think. Sal, any, any thoughts on this division? Yeah, I'm agree with Sir Hill on that. Wickham House for me, just the fact they've got some very good players. Hamza, um, good leader, good captain, and having recruited in a Kenyan international cricket to play in that level of cricket, it's got to be um, seen as a as a massive bonus. I'm sure the gentleman will score lots of runs and secure Wickham House's promotion back into deal for two. Yep, seems fair enough. Now, as we go down, Division 4, we're getting to the territory where I don't know that much about some of the sides. So I apologise to any any folks who are listening from Division 4 sides who feel they don't get an adequate mention. Sal and I are always open to uh, get, getting messages about games that have been played, about players that are playing. Uh, we, we can only give folks um, uh, name checks on the pod if, if we know they exist. So so do talk to us. We're open uh, open for business uh, all the time in, in terms of what's going on in these divisions. But Div 4, Robbo, do you want to have first hit at that one? Any names that catch your eye there? Yeah, Old Ives Worthians, uh, Old Ives Worthians and Heston Crew Club. Um, mm. You know, they've been at some really good stuff. I know you had Alex on that pod a few years ago. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he, he's, he, he set up a, a good first 11 there. Um, he'll lead the bowling attack. They went close to promotion last year. They did, didn't they? Think, yeah, they weren't far away. But I think I think this year there's some good things happening at that club, um, and uh, yeah, I, I I would think if they're not promote if they're not champions they'll be promoted. Okay. Any other side you think we should watch out for? Um, I, I think um, I think Beesborough, uh and also Headstone Manor. Like Headstone Manor, they got they got some uh, quality quality players, quality young players. They've got a good junior setup. Um, they would be disappointed they got relegated last year, so. Yeah, I'll, that'd be that'd be a, a pretty good shout. Um, Kensington and Chelsea, um, I think they come up from the division below uh, near before their twos are now uh, in Division Three. So, um, you know, they, they've clearly got some good players at, at their club. Um, I think they'll be an outside bet. K plus um, won't be will be a good side as well. So, but I think Old Eyes Worthians and Heston with the team to. Um, be big champions in, in 2022. Interesting, interesting. Okay, all, all noted. Sal, any thoughts on this one? I'm, I'm just going to go by past knowledge of clubs in that in that division and having seen Bespoke play in the Championship and in, in um, Div 2 quite a few years back, actually, with the old Div 3. Um, I'm going to go Bespoke just based on the fact they may still have some you know, experienced players around who've sampled higher heights in their playing days. Because they did used to be, you know, we were talking probably a decade or so ago, you know, considerably higher up the pyramid than they are now, right? So it's definitely one of those clubs that's fallen on harder times. But I do always think, well, sooner or later, these clubs tend to come back, right? Yep, that's, that's my thinking. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. Sahil, any thoughts? Have you got a name for us is the key thing I'm asking, but any broader thoughts are also welcome? I think old eyes are worthy for me. Um, 
they seem like a pretty handy side. Uh, we're playing a local West London tournament. So I've I've watched them a couple of times when they've come to Acton to play our, our twenty twenty and stuff, and they look like a pretty handy side. So maybe then. Yeah, I think they were they were it was a near miss last year, and certainly Alex Zambi has got um he's, he's got the, the club moving forward, and there's plenty of reasons to believe that with a fair win they that they will be up there. So makes um makes sense for me. I mean, for for what it's worth, my my instinct was Headstone Manor. I felt they'd come down, but they they they're a club that's um that, that's got a, got a core of players who I recognise, which says something that have been around a little bit. So uh, my um my prediction was was Headstone Manor. That's where I'm I'm going with with that. Now, um, Division, uh, where are we now? We are Division 5. Um, so I'll start with you on this one. Um, a lot of teams we've talked about quite a lot, but don't know too much about, apart from perhaps Swami Bapa. We, we did definitely talk about Swami Bapa quite a bit last season. And as soon as we started talking about them, they, they started to do well, didn't they? Do you remember they had a pretty dire first half of the season and all of a sudden they started winning games when we would, we'd written them off, basically. So, um, so is Swami Bapa a team that we should be thinking about, do you reckon? Based on last year's events, and yeah, why not? I mean, again, the sides that have come up, we don't really know much about them, yeah. do we? And Willow Lever came up. Um, I'm not sure. I might, I don't know, did team... anyone predict them coming up last year? So I'm not sure. I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember. I can't, my memory fades me, mate. Um, I'm going to go with Newcastle Sonys. I feel I predicted them last year, and if they've kept some of the players they had last year, and they've got the same guys this season, they're a dangerous side. And they've got Farley Brothers, Paul Affley, um, and I feel they could be the side to be in that division. No side's going to drink more rum than New Caledonians. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, I, I, I see your angle on that one. Um, Sahil, any thoughts on this division? Again, I guess, I guess we're, we're, we're speaking from a position of relative ignorance, but um, where, where would you start? Um, yeah, again, I think we'll go with the teams you recognise, right? Um, I think maybe Perivale Finitians are the only side that I know. And I know they're, uh-huh. they're maybe missing a couple of uh, their key players this season. I think, uh, was there a ban last year? But maybe that's lapsed. Um, yeah, it was a mess. It was a mess. But, but yeah, maybe they've sure. picked up the pieces and, you know, you can see them coming up again. Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, if they have picked up the pieces, long-standing club. You know, been around an awful long time, Perivale Phoenicians, and um, I don't think they'll be massively happy at being in Division 5. So I expect they'll be, uh, uh, there'll be an attempt to bounce back. Um, I, I am going to, just to be clear, I am going to go for Sami Bappa, just because I think they did very well in the second half of the season. And quite frankly, I know that a couple of the guys listen to the podcast. So that, that's a good enough reason for me to tip them to um, uh, to, to go up. Robbo, you, you will know more about this division than, than than the rest of us here. So what are your thoughts? Yeah, Pirovel Phoenicians. Um, ah, yeah, okay. I, I'll eat my head if they don't go up. Uh, oh, wow. You know. <laughs> Excellent. I, lo- I, love, I love a statement like that. Okay, duly noted. Yeah. <laughs> they'll be disrelieved. No, they'll just really um, sad to go down last year. You know, they spent many years in Division Three or the first division of the championship. Um, they've got they got plenty of players. Um, they've got some players that can find the boundary. They've got some good bowlers as well. So, you know, they'll, I think I think they'll actually walk, walk that league. Um, probably the only outside club that I um, saw a little bit of last year, just when, I, when we did that challenge, Dan, was... Um, uh, London Sportif and they are melted oh, yeah. with Victoria Park over the over the winter months, um, and they're a, sort of a Bengali uh, East London community side. Um, and they got some really good quality cricketers. I think they had a chap last season who got a double hundred or a hundred and eighty or something or other. Um, so yeah, they've combined forces. So uh, yeah, I'd, I'd keep an eye on London London Sportif, but yeah, like I say, if Pirabol Phoenicians don't get promoted. I'll my I'm loving this. We're going to go all video, Sal, if this happens. In fact, in fact I really hope they don't get promoted. This could be could, could be comedy gold. Comedy gold. But <laughs> I, I totally see the angle. I, I see why you're confident. Um, now, we're going to get to Division 6. Now, Division 6 is interesting this year. I don't, I don't know how many people have realised, but um, there, are, there, are, there are 12 teams in Division 6. And uh, they will be playing 18 games. So everyone's going to play each other once. And you're going to play seven teams twice. So... Um, so, so the fixtures are, are, you know, the fixtures may or may not be friendly to you. If you're playing seven of the better teams, uh, th- then you're going to be um, in a worse place than if you're playing seven of the, the worst teams. But um, I think the key thing is that we've got a load of sides here who want to play cricket, and um, the league has, has decided this is the best way to organise it rather than two divisions of six. And I can I can see the angle on uh, on, on that one. Um, so, wh- where do we start with the twelve teams that are in there? Any any that um, that, that need flagging up? 
I'm going to go Stallions here because I have a feeling that some of the players have played for Burbank College in the past. Oh, okay, so that's interesting. You, you know, that was a dangerous side back in the championship days. Absolutely. You know, you know, could well have been promoted to the champ county if they had correct you know, everything they needed. Obviously, they never had those things in place, but on their day, had some unbelievable cricketers playing for them at that level. So, if I'm correct in my in my research I've been doing recently, there's definitely a couple of names that ring a bell who were linked to Burbank years back and Stallions now have them on their, on their registration sheets on the, on, the, on the website. So I'm going to go with those guys. Fair enough. Makes sense to me. And if they've got some of those Burbank College boys playing, then they will they will be a decent enough side because they, they were good cricketers. And as you say, it was just the facilities and Colts issues that prevented them from really climbing through the leagues. Um, so, Heal, any thoughts from you? I'll be honest. No, I'm, I'm, I'm picking names out of a hat here. Um, but, yeah, that, that I'm happy to follow Sal's lead on that um, if he's actually, if he's looked into it. Uh, if you've if you've had former players who've played at a reasonable level of, of league cricket, that does t- tend to make a massive difference, um, particularly in the in the lower division. So yeah, I'll, I'll probably back South call. Yeah, is, that, is it the same? Because if there was a family, wasn't there, who were very prominent at Birkbeck College? Is it that family that we're talking about? And the name escapes me a little bit at the moment. But is that the group of players we're talking about? There's, there's a guy called Ali Hyder who's linked to the club, and he was right. he had a brother called Imran, I think. Yeah. Both very positive cricketers who. Yeah. I mean, most of the Burbank guys ever hung around, did they really? So um, those two names are, I think, on on their registration listed players and one or two more that could well be linked to them from a few years gone by. Yep, that makes sense. I mean, before we go to Rob, I'll chuck mine in. My, my, I'm going to go for um, North Holt Manor and um, I, I'm going to be brutally honest about why that is because when we did our Grand Challenge, Robbo, they, they made a special effort and, and gave me and Donna's, my, my co-pilot, yes. a lovely cup of tea. And as cup of teas go, it was excellent. So you know, you, you can't say fairer than that. So and, and they won the game that I that that, that I saw ten minutes of. So uh, I, that that's enough for me. North Holt Manor, uh, I, I'm in your corner this season. I hope hope it all goes well. Uh, Robert, you're going to be much more scientific about this. Any thoughts? No, I'm I'm, I'm with you, Dan. North Holt Manor. I, I went down to we've been training. Oh wow, great! Yeah, we've been training at the Trailfinders New Indoor facility there over the over the uh, winter months. And I know North Holt Manor have been down there since uh, at least February. Um, so they're, they're very keen, and um, I'm sure they will be uh, wanting to progress out of Division Six into Division Five. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that, on Dan Northolt Manor for me. Okay, I'm in, I'm in shock there. It sounds like I might actually have a sporting chance with that you know, ridiculously odd reason for picking them. But okay, oh, well we will see how we go. The good news is, folks, I've written all of those down. There, there is no way back. Uh, they're, they're going to be set in stone. And as we did last year, we'll, we'll go. Sal and I will go through this at the end of the season and remind everybody how, how wrong we've got it. So, um, so, so yeah, those, those, those predictions, I'll, I'll keep hold of those and we'll, we'll, we'll come back to them. Great stuff. Uh, it's not just, of course, league cricket that's um, on the horizon. We've actually had cup cricket already. Now, Sahil, you mentioned you've been playing T20 cricket. This is the Middlesex T20. Did, did you come out positively at, at the end of your T20 games? We did. Um, yeah, so we, uh, we beat London Tigers in the first round and Bowens beat Brentham and then uh, we had a bit of a high-scoring one against Barnes that ended slightly shambolically um, because we put on 200 and and sadly the light faded quite badly. But as it turns out, we were ha- we were well ahead on DLS. Although at other stages they were well ahead on DLS, and you know the game could have been called off then. So it's it also sort of boiled down to the umpires taking the decision at the right time. I, I would say this: I think they made the right decision at the right time, but I think Alex Scott. Bonds uh, may disagree. Not massive. Um, yeah, so we're, we're out of our group, and I uh, think we play Richmond next. Okay. Um, well, that, that sounds like you know a, a good high-scoring way of starting the season, if nothing else. And and cup cricket, have, have you been involved in any of that um, in the longer format? So yeah, I guess not yet, right? No, not not so. I don't think we have our first game. We might be playing Teddington. Uh, thanks everyone for tipping them to win the prem uh, in the first round uh, on the twenty second of May, which is when I think the senior cup starts. Anyway, yep, that that makes a lot of sense. But Sal, there has been a little bit of cup cricket going on. Yeah, so just to add to what Sahil mentioned, yesterday there was a group of T Twenty games taking place at four different venues. Um, so from the, the winners of these groups go into the next stage. So Acton from Group Two will join Richmond, Teddington, and Twickenham in Group Seven. Um, Highgate. Qualify from their group. I'm not sure which, which group they go into, but they won yesterday against Trailfinders, Southampton, and Wembley. Harrowtan won from their group, and they'll be 
going into the next stage, joining Bronson and Stanmore. And then we have Osterley, who won from their group, who also progressed to Julian Eading, Hornsey, Shepherds Bush. And then Winchmore Hill qualified from the group that my club was in, uh, along with AP. And they'll be going through to a group which I think will be involved, involved in Crouch and Finch in North Middlesex. So that's the T20 stage. Um, national stuff as well this weekend. Um, mixed fortunes for our clubs. So four clubs went through, four clubs went out. Stanmore, Bush, Crouch and North Middlesex have qualified for the next stage of the uh, national. Whereas um, North Middlesex, Winchmore Hill, Finch in North London. Um, sorry, sorry, Winchmore Hill, North London, Finch in Town were eliminated. Just we'll quickly add Crouch and actually did have a visit from the Martians. Oh, um, they landed, did they? I spoke about, yeah, I mean, they, they landed. I mean, it wasn't a great day for them. They was bowled out quite cheaply and Crouch and knocked off the runs within eight overs from what I gather for the loss of one wicket. From all accounts, they had a lovely day, but you know, it was all a bit alien to them, this new sort of competition they were involved in. So um, that wasn't to be the best sort of, you know, just a shame they were drawing a crash end. I wouldn't mind an away game there. It'd have been an interesting journey, wouldn't it? You know? Well, they'll play once to know who beat us and once to were very strong. Um, oh, yeah, that'd be... that's true. That's that's really the Martians. The Martians. That would have been fantastic. But, um, did, did we oh, find yeah, out where the yeah. was from? Because yeah, we were talking about some previous pod, weren't we? No. But we didn't know much about their background. Yeah. Any idea? No, maybe you've got to chat some of the crouching guys and find out if they had a, um, any information on these guys. So, yeah, that was good. And also that's, that's going to be a, a tough one. Do we know anything else about the fixtures that, that our sides will be facing? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, some of them really received buys. I think Ealing, Tennington, and Richmond received buys. I mean, there are some tough fixtures coming up. You know, you know, they've scaled down in terms of numbers. Well, I, I know they increased the numbers this season actually, but they are still some very, very good sides in the well, competition. That's the were in it, and, wasn't it? In so we'll have some more information about them on, on, on the next podcast regarding fixtures coming up for, for that. And also two League Cup games are taking place. And Crouching beat Enfield this weekend and Finchley beat Harris St Mary's on faster run rate last week. So lots okay. of cricket already been played and lots more to happen as the weeks go by. Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. And and I mentioned earlier that there's a there's a website competition um out there. And Robert, you've been you have been a, the driving force in, in getting a, a side from Division Three entered in one of these tournaments, right? Uh, where are you with that at the moment? Yeah, we've got our first game on Wednesday, um, the 25th of May. Um, and it's against the British Gorkali League, which I think that it's a league of um, Nepalese-based um, base players. Uh, and I know they okay. took on... No, they took the MCC last season and they gave them, a, gave them a really good game. So they've got some really quality cricketers. So I'm just trying to assemble a side now, which will... Um, which will uh, Hopefully, hopefully beat them, but um, yeah. Um, and just remind us, what's the context of the tournament? Right, what yeah. Tournament so, is it what's it called? Yeah, it's called the Sovereign Trophy, um, and yep. it's competed for between leagues, league representative teams in the south of England. Um, so yeah, you got you got clubs in Essex and Kent and um, Sussex, I think as well, and then you got your Sunday leagues. There's the Caribbean Cup uh, side. Um, there is um, various other um, league, Sunday league teams that put teams in. Um, and it's a really good standard. Um, and you, you'll see the odd first-class cricketer playing as well. Um, yeah, we had we, we played last year. Uh, it was against the Caribbean, a Caribbean side. And we had two or three players who were playing Premier League or Division One cricket in Middlesex um, playing against us. So... Um, yeah, it's a great league, and uh, you know, if, if other divisions want to put a side in in the future, um, by all means, um, uh, let, let Nick Brown or uh, Bob know, and um, yeah, get get additional teams. Well, that's in. possible. I was going to, that was the last question I had on this. Actually, it was in theory we could have a side from each of the divisions, right? Yeah, I think Premier Leagues that uh, they're not allowed to compete. They had their own division, or they had ah. their own competition a few years ago, and I think um, the, the interest waned. But the, the, the Premier Leagues are not allowed to enter, but Division One and below can enter sides into the Sovereign Trophy. And it's run by the Club Cricket Conference. Um, Stan Nicholson, uh, who some people will know from Teddington, he, he, he runs it. So if you want to know a bit more, get in contact with Stan. Good stuff. Good stuff. And, and best, of, you know, best of luck in the, in the first round. I guess um, it is a knockout competition, right? It's not a league competition. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, knockout competition. So 
we might play one game or we might play 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 four games. So you might play five or six. Yeah, yeah the game is going to be likely at Kenton, but I'll put a post out on uh, Instagram or we'll try and get it on the website as well for anyone who's in the area and um, wants to come down and and see the Division Three representative team play. Excellent, excellent. Good, good. Um, moving forward, um, all being well, Sal, I guess me and you are going to try and chat um, every Sunday, uh, Sunday evening, about uh, all things MCCL related, which means that um, Eugene Berger, who is very much behind the scenes, our tech man, he makes it all work from, from Twickenham. Um, he'll be looking to get this out probably on Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, so we're, we're going to try and try and do a weekly pod. Um, we appreciate all feedback, be it good, bad or, or ugly. Um, to stress a point I made a bit earlier, um, we can only talk about stuff if we know it exists. Um, so please upload the, 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 the scorecards to play cricket. Please let, let either of us know if, if, if any uh, anything happens that you think we need to talk about. And we're talking about anything. For, you know, if there's a comedy man cab, I want to hear about it. You know, if, if somebody takes four wickets and four balls, wouldn't necessarily know that immediately by looking at the cart. Tell us about it. So the more you can tell us, the more we can use. Um, and, uh, you know, all input definitely appreciated. I guess that's right, Sal? 100%. Okay. Cool. Well, thanks for your contributions, guys. Um, always appreciated. We appreciate you putting your necks on the line, uh, even if it's only in a very gentle way. Um, best of British this season. Robbo, you, you are going to play quite a bit this season, are you? Or what are your plans? Are you, I mean, I, I remember you saying that, you know, that, that there's going to be always patchy availability issues, but you, you're, you're sort of in for the most part? Yeah, I'm getting married in July, so um, and I've got my family coming over from New Zealand, so I'm going to be away for a few weeks um, during that part yep. of the year. But, um, yeah, I'm going to try and play as much as I can and uh, it's our centenary of the year this year so special year for us um, Dare I ask if you're going to be anywhere near Actonians 4th this coming weekend as I, I, I see they are playing Twickenham as they always do at the start of the season or, or is that is that not likely to be the case? Um, yeah potentially yeah is that the 4th 11th? Oh. I think so I think our fours are playing at the weekend yeah I might right. try and uh, find my way to have a quick gander Yeah yeah no, I might be um, yeah I, I might be in their game all good, all good. Um, and so he'll go well. I mean, interesting season, both for us watching you and no doubt for you playing. Hope, hope it uh, goes well for you personally and uh, and looking forward to seeing how Acton, Acton no, develops. So you, know, you, you can start the week after, not this Saturday. Get a duck this Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I think, the, I think uh, the law of averages might catch up with me quite early in the season. Uh, yeah, no, but we, we shall see. Yeah, no, just buzzing to get going. Uh, you, you, don't, you don't know you miss it until you do. Absolutely. Never a truer word said. And Sal, you'll be standing, right? You're starting off at uh, Twickenham Green against uh, North London 2 and Twickenham June, 2. Uh, I am indeed. Yeah, looking forward to it. Should be a good game. Excellent. Cheers, folks. All contributions appreciated. We will no doubt catch up soon. Thanks very much. Good, Thanks. good guys.